Welcome to the Ask Andrew podcast. Real questions from real condo investors. You ask, I answer. Hi, welcome back to the show. Thanks for checking out the Ask Andrew podcast once again. And I'm your host, Andrew LaFleur, and I'm answering your questions. Today we have Maria, and Maria is a seasoned real estate investor. She's bought a lot of freehold properties, specifically in Barrie, Ontario, but she's interested in the condo market as she lives in Toronto and it's something she's been thinking about for a while. So she wanted to know what I thought about investing specifically at Young and Eglinton. And also we talked about timing. When is it right to buy a condo? At what point in time? Resale condos versus pre-construction condos and more. So hope you enjoy this conversation with Maria. And once again, if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, if you have questions that you want answered, then just go to askandrewpodcast.com, click on ask a question and set up an appointment to chat with me. And I'm looking forward to it. So here is my conversation with Maria. So is Young and Eglinton a good place to invest? Uh, generally speaking, yeah, absolutely. I Do I know the market well? Definitely. Um, I personally have invested in uh, two units at Young and Eglinton. I have one which I just recently got possession of, bought it a few years back at 155 Red Path, which is a newly completed building there. And I have another one right across the street coming up in about a year or maybe a year and a half at uh, 150 Red Path. Oh yeah. So yeah, and I and I've sold a lot of units uh, to my investors at various buildings in the area for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's one of my favorite areas. Uh, it's a great part of the city. It's only going to get better and better, um, especially as uh, especially as the LRT is coming in. Exactly, and the TTC is right there. It's quite convenient. I was looking at, I mean, I've been reading a bit. Uh, there was a J.D. Uh, Davis house. You know, they, they, they had a bit of problems. There was, used to be a parking lot and some homes. And uh, they, they, they started the excavation. Uh, and I know that after the, um, uh, and you did say that on the podcast, sometimes, you know, like they, 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 they say, okay, like they, they show the plans and so on. And then they have like a year into the building, they have another wave of, of, of sell. Uh, is it correct? Um, a year. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're asking. So, so, so they're saying like it's sold out. So the, the, oh, right. The, yeah. The you get it. Right. And then I've seen, you know, like before, even when I had my condom, like sometimes a year into the construction, they're saying, you know, there is a way there's some, some, uh, some condoms being released, you know, and I know that sometimes it happens that some people that put the offer and then they want to come out of it and they try to, to, to sell it. Right. Is that a good strategy? Because I, I kind of like that, that a, the J.D. Uh, J. Davis house, you know, the location is so perfect, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I was just saying, I thought maybe I'll ask, uh, I actually I asked the, the, the boys, the, Tom and Nick, and of course they're saying like if, if, if it comes up, I mean, by all means, you know. But have you seen it in your, you know, like in your... Um, yeah, I mean, that particular building, it is sold out. Um, but yeah, there may be opportunities to buy assignments from people who bought originally, or if sometimes units come back, if the purchasers go into default, if they don't make their payments, the units can sometimes be taken back for various reasons. But it's pretty rare. I mean, you're talking about, you know, buildings with... Uh, um, you know, hundreds of units, maybe, a, you know, 5, 10, 15 of them might come back at different times. 
but yeah, generally speaking, it's best to get into these projects if you're buying as an investor at the, at the very first launch stage. Um, getting in first is generally the best time to get in. Sometimes there are opportunities where it makes sense to get in later, depending on what incentives and programs or opportunities might come up. But as a rule of thumb, yeah, if, you know, the idea is to get in at the very start of it. Very start of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's like there's in terms of there will be other projects coming up in the area, um, certainly in, in, you know, that I have my eyes on for later this year. There's one coming up pretty soon right now called uh, Uovo Condominiums. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's a very small building, 67 units. Uh, so that that could potentially be an interesting one. A lot of larger suites in that building, a very exclusive kind of a feel with, with only 67 suites. So that's an interesting one to watch. Um, City Lights Phase 3, that's one that I would point out to you. So City Lights Phase 1 and Phase 2 were sold out by Pemberton um, about, uh, it's about a couple years now. Um, phase 3, I believe, is going to be coming up. should be this year from what I hear. So that one will be one to keep your eyes on and, and ears on uh, as potentially a good investment there. And um, what's your um, opinion of, of, of resale? You know, the, you know, there are some condos. There's one that's not very far from, um, again, from the Rovo, like on the same side. Where it's, it's, it was built by Allure. Uh, again, it's a boutique. Uh, yep. sort of, uh, and um, uh, there was uh, somebody who brought to my attention that sometimes, the, twice this year, apparently, that there was a condo for sale. And uh, I know they were very well built, uh, those, those condos as well, and they're still small and with a, a larger, larger unit. Than yeah, Allure, Allure Condos by Green Park. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice building. I sold in that building as well when it, you know at the very beginning pre-construction stages. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, you 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 know resale is always an option. Of course, you can always buy resale, but when it comes to condominiums. Uh, I know you mentioned that you have uh, other investment properties, but you haven't got into condos. When it comes to condos, um, it's you know it's always best to buy condos pre-construction at the earliest possible stage. Um, condos are different from houses in that respect. Uh, I've got some videos and things I can send you to go that go into more detail about why this is, but. Um, essentially, condos are commodities, which is a little bit different from houses where, um, everybody wants the newest condo. The newest condo is always the most in demand, is always the most desirable. So when you buy pre-construction at the lowest possible price, when that building is finished, it's brand new and it's the most desirable from a rental and also from a uh, resale perspective. So it's going to appreciate at the highest rate in those first couple of years. And over time, as it, as it, at some point it becomes, uh, seen as sort of an old condominium, then it starts to lose its appeal most of the time, not always, but most of the time it will start to lose its appeal. Maintenance fees start to go up. Um, and, and a few other reasons, but that's, that's why, you know, I always recommend if you're investing in condos, go for brand new, um, always go for brand new, always go for pre-construction and get the, get in at the, uh, the earliest possible stage when the prices are lowest. 
The other thing is when it comes to resale is it's hard to get cash flow, of course, um, because you're paying, you know, paying today's prices and, and today's rents. It's challenging when you're buying pre-construction, uh, you're just setting aside some money for deposits and uh, waiting for it to be built. You allow for, you know, that in that period of time, the rental rates increase. And by the time it's it's completed, um, generally speaking, certainly over the last decade, you're getting very good cash flow uh, when you buy pre-construction and you rent it out three, four years later when it's done. But if you're buying, res- you know, today's price, like the, you're buying it from like a lure condo, say, you, you're paying 400000 or 500000 let's say 500000 yeah. uh, you're buying it from somebody who paid, you know, 350000 so they're getting great cash flow and they're enjoying the run as a, as an investor, but you coming in and buying it from them at 500,000, uh, you're probably going to be in negative cash flow. So right. again, that's, uh, that's some of the reasons why, uh, I always recommend you buy pre-construction. Right. And one of the things that, um, you know, through my learning in the, in the real estate investing is the, uh, the, uh, the, the reserve fund, you know, like always look at the reserve fund when you're buying, you know. But of course, when you're buying from, you know, from the construction side, there is no reserve fund. Um, well, again, reserve fund is an issue with older condo buildings. You're buying something brand new. You're really not concerned at all about a reserve fund because the building is brand new. Brand new. Um, again, another reason why investing in new condos is, is the preferred route. If, you're, if you are buying into older buildings, then yes, you do start to have to consider the stuff about the building. But, you know, most of us are not building engineers who can ascertain whether a building is, uh, you know, going to need. It's hard to know that. But when you buy brand new, you insulate yourself from that sort of a risk that can be associated with buying in older buildings. Okay. Okay. Yes, there's, there's quite a lot. I'm, I'm quite inclined to go to, to you know to, to look into something that it's uh, you know like a two or three year uh, session uh, but I, I and again I, I didn't want really too much of the high rise I know I know that I should not put my heart in that is because it's an investment you know but I still like to do something that I to buy something that I like I mean I bought a few homes in Barrie and, uh, you know, one of the, the, the coaches kept saying, like, don't take it too personal, you know. But it's something that I like, isn't it? I, I did some rental own. Uh, I did some straight uh, rental. Um, so I still have, you know, like pride, you know, of the house. I really like it. It's a beautiful home. You know, that type of feeling. But, sure. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, yeah, that's the classic sort of uh, debate and battle in your mind as an investor is, you know, uh, when I'm making, you're making decisions on it. Is it, is it, is it, uh, is it something that you like, or is it something that's a good investment? So, I mean, it's easier with condominium pre-construction because you're just looking at floor plans. Uh, when you're buying resale houses in Barrie or you know these sorts of places, and you're walking into them, and you're looking at the the, the carpet and you know whatever the bathroom, <laughs> and you, it's you, your brain starts thinking about different things and considering different things. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's the same old story of, you know, putting on, I always say, take off your, um, you know, is this good for me, uh, end user hat and put on your investor hat and just, and think about it strictly for, as an investor and don't, don't worry about anything else. And, and the decision-making becomes a lot easier, uh, 
Yeah. One more question that I wanted to ask you is, is like, sure. have you heard about the um, One King Street? I mean, uh, I worked for TV here. I mean, uh, you know, like I used to work on that that particular building. It was part of one of my training branches. And um, so they have those condos that they sell. What do you think of them? You're talking about One King West? Yeah, some of those condos, yeah. I mean, the price, the valuation is not very high. I mean, I, I knew, I had, um, uh, I was in wealth management and I had an architect that uh, was here, you know, they, we, you know, we bring them here and we say, you know, that you've got a place, you know, going to One King Street, we've got a condo, the ETB and other banks had condos where they can lodge their, 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 their staff, you know, the, the architects or engineers. Okay. Okay. And um, some of those uh, condos are actually interesting, like good sized. I mean, some of them are old that you go in as an investor and you revamp it. And I think even the hotel can even rent for you if, if you don't have any renters. What do you think of that? Like, do you know much about it? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's a that's a building that's a building that investors I get asked about every few months or so um, over the last ten years because. Uh, but I, yeah, it's you look at the prices in the building and you look at the location, and it's tempting to think, "Wow, this seems like a, a steal of a deal." Yeah, but the there's reasons for that. I mean, the the prices in that building have never really been very high. They've never caught up to market. Um, it's always it's always struggled. Um, it's a weird building. It's it's an unusual building. They have, like you said, they've got this hotel component, uh, the suites, the floor plans are weird. The maintenance fees are high. The, you've got issues with, um, taxes, uh, depending on what unit you're buying. And, and if you're in, you might be paying commercial taxes instead of residential taxes. Uh, the, the floor plans, as, as I said, are, are really quite strange in a lot of them. Um, location, of course, look, no one can argue location's amazing. Um, but, it was a strange concept from the right from the start with the developer. Um, and still to this day, you know, 20 years later, uh, it's, you know, the location will always be triple a, but everything else about it is, is, uh, is kind of weird. And as an investor, ultimately, you know, you don't want to be getting into assets like that, that are, uh, going to be hard to sell. You know, you want to always have something that's easy to sell in the future and, and something like a building like that, it, that's the challenge is, is um, there's a reason why the prices are low is because, you know, they got a lot of weird stuff going on and, and the units are hard to sell. So um, my general advice, stay away from One King West. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've looked at it and I've, I've, I've inquired here and there and not a lot of people, uh, realtors, you know, they're not very familiar with that and they just walked away. And I went to see one of them because it was one of the engineers, you know, like, oh, I'm going to come and see it. And yes, you're right, you know, it's a little weird. There's something something odd about the whole concept, yes. But I right. Ask. It, comes, it comes up because the prices are so real. But I, And I also talk about with other colleagues saying, but it never goes up. Like it isn't exactly. key for us eh? as an investor. It's not exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, exactly. Good question though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scratch that one. So, so I mean, uh, I probably, my thing is, is I want to do something in the city because 
its future. It could be in pied de terre for me when I come back to Toronto because I come. I have a place where I'm staying, but uh, I wanted to invest. And I think it attracts me something, as you said, new, you know, like a, uh, and then I have time to, to, to raise my farms, you know, like from here, there, and everywhere. And, you know, that when the when I, the keys are given to me. <laughs> so um, yeah. I kind of maybe come back to you because, um, you know, uh, I know I've talked to, to Tom and Nick and my coach, and of course they're more into the housing and it's either east or west that they do. But right. Condos, you know, uh, and of course I was I was thrilled when, when they were interviewing you because I've heard, I've seen some of, some of, you know, just here and there I see your name and I know they were interviewing you about this is it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, no, Tom, Tom and Nick and, and those those guys are, are great. I love uh, I love those guys. So yeah, happy to to uh, to partner with them uh, and help you out uh, and extend uh, the great service that you've got from them as well. Happy to do that for you. Um, yeah, great. Well, great. Uh, it was great to connect with you and have the, start this conversation. And we'll I'll look forward to talking with you more and working together with you um, in the future here. So if, if anything comes up, I can, I can go and then ask you a question. I can go. And, and yeah, of course. You can, you can text me, email me anytime. I'll send you a separate email after this to uh, just confirm my contact information and make sure that also you're receiving my weekly email updates on the condo market too. Yes. Great. Thank you very much. And, okay. And have a great day. Okay. Thanks, Maria. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Andrew Podcast. To get your question answered, just go to askandrewpodcast.com and click Ask a Question.